Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 418, recorded from the D. Fauntleroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. How are you? Not too bad. I'm going to adjust my mic here. Hopefully it doesn't make too much noise. You can't hear my candle burning, can you? Well, let me listen. Maybe we can get some ASMR going here. I can a little bit, very faintly. It's not okay. going to affect the quality. If anything, I'll add a nice little background noise. Is that a uh, Magic Candle Company wooden wick one? Yeah. What do you got? I- the Christmas Chris, I'm shop still, still I'm finishing the Christmas shop. I had yeah. it on the burner for a while. And now it's starting to lose its smell. So now I'm just going to finish it with the burn. Do you still get a d- good smell out of it? It's not bad. It's just you get a lot longer by putting it on that warmer, though. The warmer, yeah. And Don't you str- think? It's strong, too. Like, as soon as you start it, you can start smelling it pretty good on the warmer, the wax melter thing. I feel like. Yeah, you get they they you get a good uh, a good long scent out of those. I feel like I think so. I get emails from them all the time, and it's so hard not to just buy them. I just I just stopped for a while because I just got so much stuff, and I'm like, yeah. oh. you get addicted to it. So what else is new? What's going on down your neck of the woods? I was supposed to get some uh, inclement weather here coming up. Oh, really? Yeah. How bad? Like cold or just a lot yeah, of rain? Yeah, like 72 on Saturday. That's insane. That's very cold. I'll take 72, <clears throat> though. Isn't it? Yeah, that's not good. You excited for the Masters this weekend, Parts? Yeah, you? I am. I'm very excited. Are you glad Tiger's playing? I know you're not a big Tiger guy like me. I really don't care. How you about you? Care. I don't care that much. I mean, I like it. I'm happy he's playing, but I don't think he's going to compete, really. I mean, how could how could he? he hasn't played competitive golf in two years? It would be the craziest thing if he's in contention on Sunday, though. That would be the one of the craziest sports stories of all time. I don't think there's any way in hell. I don't think so either. I'm just saying, if it did come down to that, if he's in the mix on Sunday, can you imagine what it's going to be like over there? Who do you like, though? Have you been watching a lot of golf? Who do I like? I feel like I've it's, been watching a lot so, this it's year. It's so hard. Oh, yeah. You're not going to get... I mean, the odds that you pick the right person are very low, but... um, 
who's been playing well? I'll tell you who just... I I really like is the uh, the kid from Australia with the mullet, Cam Smith. Oh, Cam Smith. He won the players. He putts amazingly, and that's the place you got to putt well at Augusta. So I think he's got a chance to be in contention. I like him, and uh, you know any of the top guys, Morikawa. He plays good in majors, and he's a great ball striker. Good iron player. But do you like other... the term ball striker? I do. That's a good term, isn't it? It's it's real dumb, isn't it? It's very dumb. The Masters, though, has some of the worst winners, doesn't it? Like some of the surprise winners. They have some of the best, but they have some of the most surprising people. Like the Mike Weirs and the Danny Willits of the world. <laughs> who just come out of nowhere win it and then they never do anything else boy mike Ware is a good player though wasn't he not really he didn't do that much besides that i mean how many tournaments did he i don't know off the top of my head i bet he has less than five career tournaments on the pga victories Let's see if i can uh get his wikipedia he was on the par three today i was watching that i like where's he he had eight wins. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. Bad. Yeah, that's not bad. And he won the tour championship in 01. So he was he was solid. Yeah, he's a good player. But uh I mean there's some it's it's a weird one though. Sometimes you get a guy that comes out of nowhere, but it also has the repeat winners are some of the best of all time. You look at obviously Palmer Nicholas player, Tom Watson. Mickelson Woods. Then you get Bubba. Bubba Watson. I don't know. I love the Masters. It just makes me. I know you like the. You're, it's not your favorite of the majors, but being up here in New England, it just is like the unofficial start of spring. Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. Having the windows open. Mm hmm. Um, you know what I was thinking about too for me that was really nice was you had you got the extended day about a week ago so it was just everything was perfect the crap weather was going away you had mm -hmm. the longer day you were starting to open the windows that is a good point yeah I, and that's that's part of the the big appeal to it love watching it so yeah I'm saying I'm gonna say Camp Smith is gonna be my my pick he's playing well i don't know if he's in the top 10 right now but he's he's playing good you got scheffler's playing lights out jt's a big favorite rom obviously is fantastic oh. from the usa levi root he could win it he, he has a good chance he's got a really good chance any other masters talks talk here or are you are you good to go from the USA, Tom Watson. Tom Watson. That's it? That's the last of your master's takes? Yeah, I got nothing Tom Watson. else. To... Anything else you want to talk about here? No, we can we can take a break if you'd like. All right, you ready to take a break? We could do that. We got a lot to talk about. So we'll take our first break, and we'll be right back. Oh, 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 
for break episode number 418 of the wdw beyond the gates podcast and this week we're going to talk about things to do at animal kingdom lodge we're not talking about the theme park here parts we're talking about the lodge and uh i mean you could do a series on on all the resorts but this is a great one to start with one because i'll be staying there relatively soon for the first time and I think it has maybe the most stuff to do at like at a resort level of any of the I'm resorts not on argue property. That part. You said hard to argue that? I said I'm not gonna argue that. I'm not yeah. gonna argue that, yeah. It may not it doesn't necessarily blow the other ones away, but it's got a quite the list of uh extras that you could do just hanging at the resort. You know, there's people that probably don't think about it i mean i'm not saying the people that listen to our podcast they most likely know but just in general people don't think about having resort days when they go on a disney vacation and that's all that you thought about isn't it well if i'm gonna book a, a deluxe i'm not thinking about rope dropping epcot and going all day i'm thinking you can't about... because if you get if you're gonna rope drop epcot you gotta stay at a place that's just a pillow just has a pillow that's true although it is yep. tempting to do that late night thing that you get for staying at a deluxe, right? You could stay two hours after. Do I still? I wonder if I still have access to that renting DVC points. You know what I'm talking about? How no, they I have, have the, no, I'm not a clue what you're saying. What you're talking about? There's, uh, two. There's extra magic hours at certain parks, but only if you're staying at a deluxe. You oh, I see. At night. So I wonder if that still qualifies renting points. It's got to, right? It's well, you can use the pool it. up until midnight. Well, no, I'm saying it's not the pool. Oh, oh, you mean getting back from the parks? No, I'm saying like you you have access up until midnight of your checkout day. Oh, I'm not I don't mean that. I just am saying if the if that stay if DVC qualifies under that umbrella of staying at a deluxe, like it's still a deluxe, right? Yeah. For all intents and purposes, I imagine it will, will qualify. I'll have to find out. Cause that's a nice perk of the deluxes. Now getting that two hour extra magic hour at night at either Epcot or magic, uh, magic kingdom. I think it's like four days a week. They do it or Is five it? days. Something like that. I'll have to look into it, but it's not it like switches between the two. And I don't know if it's every other day or every day and it switches back and forth. But I like that. I'll take extra. I miss those. Those are the best when they used to have the three hours. Sometime Magic Kingdom would be open like 11 to 1 a.m. for extra magic hours. In oh, the yeah. Evening. Those are the best. 
they did right away with that. Now you get a half hour in the morning and you should be thankful for it, right? Speaking of the best, I'm looking at my porterhouse right now from Amari on Christmas Eve. Is that the best? I don't know. It's <laughs> It was up there, wasn't it? That was good, Bill. It was good. So you want you said you wanted to start off kind of taking an overall view yeah. of the resort and then kind of winnowing it down to specific things you can do. So why don't you why don't you lead us off here then? First of all, they have fantastic pools. I know that you're staying at Kadani Village. I think that is could be the best DVC pool on property. Oh, that is that right? And you think so. you you are an expert because you have swam in many of the pools on property. Yep. Correct. Right. Even if I haven't stayed there, I have swam in their pools. I, I mean, I didn't say that, but no, no, I'm saying it here. Okay, <laughs> I understand. Um, I mean, yeah, the pools. The I haven't really uh checked it out too much but on youtube and things like that the great DVC pool bar one. it's quiet because everybody's at jambo house parts that's where all the action is well, there's a lot more rooms over there too right at jambo house not not kadani's huge is it kadani's huge now the, the the pool at jambo house the big pool is bigger than the one yeah so more people go there because it's bigger, closer to the main building, things like that. Again, our WDW Beyond the Gates tip is wherever the crowds are, go the opposite way, and you're go probably going to enjoy it even more. That's true. Now, for, for us, the pools are a huge draw because that's what the girls want to do. I like it. You know, Sarah likes it, obviously. So we're going to spend a lot of time at the pools regardless, and we can go back and forth between the two if they want to go to the Jumbo house pool which is that's one that's called like the watering hole right that big pool there yeah i think so and then the other one is uzami springs or something like that i'm probably saying it wrong um the thing about the uh the one at kadani village is they have like a kids area too like a splash pad like water playground that's built into it over there so that's something that the girls really like as well um like you said, the two pool bars, both pool bars are are nice, but you think the one at Kadani's a little better? Quieter. Quieter pool bar. Quieter, okay. again, yeah. the crowds. Now, let me ask you, speaking of quiet, how are the quiet pools at Animal King? Do they have quiet pools there? I haven't that really... That would be a negative part. They just have those two. Just the two. Because I was going to yep. say, I've never seen anything about the quiet pools there. So, I guess having two nice-sized pools, you don't need it at that resort. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they both have water slides. Like I said, the one at Kadani has the water playground for the younger kids. They both have pool bars, but it's nice to have two, access to two. Well, the quiet pool is going to be, the quiet pool is actually going to be the one at Kadani Village. That would be more quiet. But it's not a quiet pool, like, in the traditional sense of, like, how the other resorts have a quiet pool that doesn't have lifeguards on it and things like that. The quiet pool, from my understanding, is where they don't play the music. Oh, is that right? Yes, that's what the definition of a quiet pool is. So at the Grand Floridian, they have two pretty much main pools, but one is considered the quiet pool. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. That's good to know. So besides the pools, obviously, one of the biggest things, and we'll get into some more specifics, though, is 
the area surrounding those pools and the grounds at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I mean, you could spend hours just exploring around on the grounds and checking out the different savanna areas and things like that. Bill, they they have they have guides out there, and I hope this again. This is pre-COVID. This was about two months before COVID blew up. We stayed there. We got a hell of a deal, and they literally have guides. And they have name tags of where they're from, and they'll pass out brochures, and they're just standing right along the fence. And yes. you just go up to them and shoot the breeze, and they tell you about what's on the savanna, where they're from, what villages they're from. How, I mean, it's fantastic. I do like that. I mean, I haven't stayed there, but I've been there a few times, and you could talk like the people there <clears throat> that work there are from. Right, those areas, and they like to talk about it and tell you they about love it, it and and give you information and you know there's animal experts that are out there that'll tell you about that as well. But it's uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's a huge benefit. But even I mean, the guides being there would be great mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. But even if they're not, just walking around and being able to see the beautiful grounds and the animals and the savannas that they have is just a huge benefit of staying there as well. Um, And then you have obviously the two lobbies are very nice. I've never been in the Kidani village lobby. I haven't been in that area of that resort at all ever. The only times I've been at animal kingdom, I've gone to Jumbo house. I've eaten there a few times, walked around in that area, but I've never, went all the way to Kadani, so it's going to be a brand new experience. Because um, that's where San- that's where Sanaa is. And I've never eaten there, so yep. that's one that is definitely going to be on the list uh, for this trip. Probably, maybe multiple times, because I know they do breakfast there now, too, right? Uh, yes, they do. They did um, when I was staying there. I don't know if it was every day or just select days, and it was mm-hmm. it wasn't like an... A, a big menu is pretty simple. I, I want to say like maybe some pastries and I mean, there's a good chance that I'll just do Boma buffet every day for breakfast. Why not? I got to do it for, I got to try the dinner buffet there. While and they there. do. The, it, it's a nice walk. You can do that walk with the kids. They also have shuttle buses, but the walk itself is only, I want to say eight minutes. And that walk is on our uh, WDW beyond the gates. YouTube right. channel. You do have a video of the walk between Kadani Village and Jumbo House. Yep. It's not that bad. I mean, you're going to walk quicker by yourself than I am with two kids, but right. even that, even if it's 15 minutes, that's not bad. When we stayed at uh, Port Orleans Riverside, we walked over to the French Quarter to eat a few times, and that was probably a 10 or 15 minute walk anyway, and that was no problem whatsoever doing that. So if it's similar, then. Uh, I have no issue with that. I like walking the grounds. Anyway, it's not like you're walking on a street. It's a it's a nice walk. Yeah, it sure is. So, I mean, I love one of my favorite things to do in Disney is walking from Hollywood Studios to Epcot, and that's a long that's a longer walk. But I love that walk. That's a long walk, but isn't that a great walk? That's over a mile, isn't it? Like a mile and oh, it has to be quarter, because I, I mean. You... It, it's it's a little bit just to even get to boardwalk. Yeah, because you can walk a mile in about, what, 20 minutes, you and I? Just at a regular walking pace, I would think. 
20, 25 minutes. Oh, that's easy. A, no, easy. He's probably 15, 10, 15. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and that's like a good 20, 25 minute walk from gate to gate, Hollywood studios to Epcot. So it's got to be more than a mile, but it's a lovely walk. Anyway, back to animal kingdom. I mean, w- would you rank? It's hard to say. Cause you haven't done the Boma dinner. You've done Sanaa a couple times. I'm, I'm wondering, like, the Boma dinner or Sanaa dinner, what would you choose if you had to pick between the two? Hey, let me ask you. Let me, let, me, let me ask a completely different question. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be hard walking by Jico? We might go. I asked. I already looked at the kids' menu for Jico. It, it, but I'm just saying, if you don't go, is it going to be difficult walking by Jico? It could be. And just having that sm- those smells. But Boma's so good, though. Like, the Boma buffet for dinner is has been on my mind since the time we saw them cooking those meats. Getting the meats prepared at the breakfast buffet for the dinner buffet. Just slow cooking please, over the open don't. fire. We, let's All right, let's 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 not start talking about buffet meats to Jico. <laughs> I mean, you're completely doing Jico. Dis- no, dis- no, but what I'm like, saying is I don't think I'd have huge regret because the Boma looks pretty solid. Yeah. Although Peter likes meter, when they, when they just redid their reopening a couple months ago, he said the dinner there was terrible. Oh, really? Yeah, that's too bad. That's too bad. Oh, but I'll, we'll see. We'll we'll check it out, and uh, I don't know if we'll need to make reservations at at all the places. We'll see what we do for the nights when we're there, but. The girls aren't too picky eaters either, but the kids' menus always have something for even picky eaters, so I'm not super worried about, about You that. can always... I'm sure you can get a chicken finger at any... Yeah, mac and cheese, chicken fingers, things like any that. Any signature restaurant, yeah. Yeah. And the... Uh, but what I'm... That was like the first restaurant we ate at when we went on our honeymoon was Jico. That was our first dinner. So it'd be nice to go back there, because we both really liked it, and... Hopefully it's not it's not bad. I can't imagine it would be terrible. But you never know. I've never had a terrible experience at a signature. Neither have I. So I find And out. I would hope I would hope not. Oh, of course, yeah. This is Mike. <clears throat> I mean, should we talk about the restaurants or you want to talk about activities mostly here? Uh, we, we can, can do a whole we can do a whole nother episode on just the restaurants if we want to really dig into it. I mean, we can uh, while we're talking about it, we can hit on a few of the restaurants. We've already mentioned Sanaa. Sanaa. They have some really Sanaa's a great. They have a lot of nice, unique. Now, things. Kidani Village does not have a quick a serve. quick service. So I think that's what the Sanaa breakfast is—a quick serve breakfast, like mm-hmm. at the Sanaa area, right? Is yeah, that what you it use is? up a quick service uh, okay. uh, point, if you will. So I got you. So speaking of um, the the restaurants there, we've touched on them all. We have the Mara, which is the quick serve, Jico. And do if if they Sanat. still have that stew, get that stew. I know you like yeah. different things. It's so good. Yeah, I would definitely try that. But they they do have uh, if they're still doing it, they have that food tour that you did of Boma and Jico. Dude, that's game changing. I think you meet in the lobby at four fifteen, probably yeah, before the restaurant. It looks open. like it starts around four. It yeah. says first you're taken through Jico, and the cast member explains the design 
and the it, uh, African aesthetic you find in the restaurant. It is so cool. You know what? That's gonna be that's going that's gonna be our next YouTube. Now yeah. that we're doing the podcast, I'm gonna put post that on our YouTube channel. Is the uh, food tour? Yeah, absolutely. That he would be I mean, he, he talked about the chandeliers, all the lighting, all the things on the wall, why mm-hmm. why it's this way, what they're trying to do with your eyes. This is back when they had Joe Rody. Oh, and yeah. They had phenomenal Imagineers still working for them. Right. It, it was so cool talking about the open kitchen, all the menu items. Then we went across the way, and um, we toured that area. And then we finished – what did they give us? They gave us a soup. They gave us like a squash soup. Yeah, you said like a butternut squash soup or yeah, something. Something so that you good. normally wouldn't like. Some zebra domes. Which you didn't know if you would like, but you loved them, right? They were so good. So it says, yeah, you get to go into Jico and you get to taste some of the bread and dips. And then you go into Boma. Again, you go in the restaurant to learn about the design, and you get to try the zebra domes. So maybe they, maybe this is a newer thing I'm reading off of. So if they do the breads and the bread service sample as opposed to the soup, oh, they maybe. did the bread service sample at Jico. Oh, okay. So they did that same thing. They did the bread service at Jico, and then when we were done there, we went across the way, and then we had some soup and. Do you think the the kids will put up with it, or is this like a non kid kind of thing? You know what? To be honest, I mean, can, can they behave if they're bored? Because it's really quick. It's a half hour max, yeah. so it's not. I mean, especially it's not if they're like they're going to be out of their minds for three hours. Yeah, and, yeah. True. I mean, if they can bite their li- bring the and he interacts, he interacts with the kids. So yeah, I'm sure they would try it. So we got that. That I mean, that's a huge, huge appeal to me. I would think about doing it every day. I thought about it actually too. It's going more than once. I mean, just the the whole thing with us because we're just such food nerds is we're gonna learn something the next day if there's a different cast member. That's true. That's a you good know point. so. Yeah. And and worst case scenario, you just end up with more free samples of the same food that was. Yeah. Simple. So as far as rewritability, why why not? Yeah. That's like people mover. No matter how many times you go on it, it's still good, and you always you see, see something. Yeah, you different. see a different thing every time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see what else is there to do. We can uh, some things for the kids. They do like storytelling by the fire. Um, they have that big fire pit there near Jumbo House. It's so nice too. And then uh, they do some of the the storytelling there. Yeah, it's right out the back door. Just. And make sure, do yourself a favor, make sure you explore that lobby. They got a library. That's right. I think yeah. it's like on the second floor. Just because when we got there before check-in, we just, we got a cup of coffee and we just walked around the lobby. And, oh, man, you just take in so many different things. Yeah, I'm I'm ex- like, I'm so excited to stay there and not go to the parks for like two of the four days we're there. I mean, that's been your wilderness. It's always been Wilderness Lodge, Animal Kingdom Lodge, one right. and one B. Yes, absolutely. And I think for the kids, Animal Kingdom is just way better than Wilderness Do you Lodge. remember when I stayed there pre-COVID? I told you, you have to stay there. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you, with the kids, you have to stay there. Yeah. And then you look at uh, the next thing here, and they have 
another thing that girls would go nuts for is cookie decorating. So you go into Sanaa, and they have a uh, cookie decorating workshop that is in the afternoon in Sanaa that you can sit and decorate your own cookie. And uh, what's better than that for a couple kids? They love doing that. They used to have a thing at Dunkin' Donuts. They would uh, do they could they'd sell you like a decorate your own donut kit. So they'd sell you plain donuts, and they give you the frosting and the sprinkles. And the girls went nuts for that. They loved it. The stupidest thing. But like a, a decorating a cookie, can't go wrong with that. Let them sit down and do that. Maybe I'll get a drink at the bar while they're having fun decorating. Can't go wrong. Having some uh, technological adjustments yeah, here. We're just, we're just goofing around right just now with comfort. our audio visual. Absolutely. Now, this one, uh, it's called BioBlock. I'm not sure what this is. Are you familiar with this? No. So this is a uh, this is another kids' activity. These are animal building blocks, and it learned that you learn about animals while you're playing with the blocks. That might be for even younger kids, but it's just another thing that you could do in the lobby. And I'm sure they just have them kind of around, and you can ask questions, like you said, to some of the people that work there. And you learn uh, craft making. You learn about the animal, like you do a craft. They have okay. that at some of the resorts, like they have like certain crap. Like if you ever go to the resorts, they always have like an activity list at the in the lobby and it gives you times and when stuff is going on. And these are just some of the things that uh, go on at Animal Kingdom. They even have a parade in the lobby parts. This sounds like your nightmare. Like a little oh, too. Let me tell you, I was in that main building at Jumbo House. Yeah. And my in my room was right outside the lobby. It it's just because of the size of that lobby, it just everything echoed. So I think that first day we were just it was yeah, maybe drizzly rainy and I was watching golf and all you could hear were weasels. I could I could oh it was awful. It says uh the kids meet at the gift shop and they get little drums to play on. While following around a cultural representative through the lobby and singing an African song loudly, so it's definitely a uh, a not that's a not a mic activity. No, I would say, but I think the kids would enjoy that. Now, there's also other things that you could do. Uh, maybe the kids wouldn't enjoy as much, but something that the adults might like. They do have a wine tasting tour. That is not free. It's a, it's charged, but you can uh, try some authentic African wines, and their guide will be there to help explain where each comes from and, and where it's served on property. Now now that I'm a wine drinker after going to Sarah Bay Country Club, I might have to do this. <laughs> do the wine tasting tour. What do you think of that? I think I think that's a must, don't you? You think that would be a good YouTube video of me doing a, wine, a, a total uncultured slob doing a wine tasting tour? Kristen did a wine flight at their at their bar. That'll that'll be going up too after I do the uh, the one of the culinary tour. It was beautiful. Yeah, she had three three wine flights. Um, but it, I think it would be better because she actually enjoys wine. But to have you do it, yeah, maybe I'll like it. I'm sure. Like at least if you, I'd learn something, if nothing else. 
You know, that's that's what I like about that. If it's not a big price, if it's $15 and you get to try like five different wines or something, like how can you really, how can you beat that? I don't know. It's just one of those things that you you almost have to try it if you're there, even if you don't like wine, because you absolutely would learn something. Now, you can also do a tour of Kidani Village. It says it takes about an hour and a half. You go... I'm not sure. Have you heard about this? This one's a little uh, unfamiliar to me. You get a tour guide. You go inside the resort next to the savannah and down the hallways. And they tell you about the authentic African art and explain the building process. Um, so it's kind of like just a behind-the-scenes tour. But an hour and a half seems like a long time. I don't know where, like, what, where they take you on this. Have you? I don't know really a lot about this. Have you seen anything? Or is this new to you? That's new to me. That sounds like something you would have done if you knew about it when you were there. What time is it? It doesn't even say. It says it just, it's in the, they do it at the lobby. So maybe it's just different days depending on who's working, things like that. Yeah, it could be because a lot of times they they just drop these because there was one, uh, it was a Grand Floridian one. Mm -hmm. And I was dying to do that. And it was a year that we stayed there for our anniversary. And I actually called up there and they're like, yeah, we don't, we haven't done that for years, but it was still on their website. Hmm. It's interesting because I know um, I think Wilderness Lodge does one, too. Oh, OK. Now, this is one that would be pretty cool, but I don't think it's something I would do is uh, and I think this is at Jico. You dine with animal specialists. So you, you, you like book. It's like dining with an Imagineer, only it's like an animal specialist. A four-course dinner with the company of animal specialists who interact and care for the animals in the savannah. So that's obviously something you pay for. I mean, let's let's think about this for a second, all right? Mm-hmm. If sitting there at Jico, basically having a Kilimanjaro safari guide, having right. dinner with you, where you could just pick their brain mm-hmm. for two hours. I, what what what's better than that? Doesn't sound like much, especially if you like animals. Like I'm not a huge, like I like seeing them, but that's I don't have a huge curiosity about them. If that makes sense, like I don't really care what the elephants eat. It's kind of cool seeing them out there, but that's not something that I would pay extra to hear about personally. But I can understand why people would. You can understand why people like me who hate Homo sapiens. Oh, yeah. want to dine in and talk about animals. Sure, while dining on one. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) But I'm not eating a zebra. No, that's true. That you know of. That I know of. Do we have a button where we could throw that in? (laughs) The bew button. They probably could do that. (laughs) But Yeah, I mean, that does sound... It's an interesting... I, I mean, it's a really cool thing that they offer. Plus, you get a nice meal out of it, like you said. Obviously, the pools, like we said, are fantastic. Um, They also have, like you were talking about earlier, the the people you can meet 
and the the cultural representatives that work there that you could talk to. I mean, if you think about it, what I mean, it's pretty obvious to say. But Animal Kingdom Lodge is like the best Epcot World Showcase Country Pavilion that you get to stay at. And it has pools. Cuz it's like you're it's like you're going to Africa, you get to like talk to all the cultural representatives, the people who are from those countries and you can learn. There's activities, there's tons of stuff to do, there's great restaurants. There's a couple gift shops with like very unique things in them. And then you get to go stay in your room and do it all over the next day. It's like a 24-hour World I'd Showcase s- Pavilion. I I would say that Animal Kingdom Lodge is as close to an all-inclusive resort as you're going to get. Because you're away from it. No, I don't want to stay there. It's 45 minutes to the Magic Kingdom. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's so that's what's so great about that resort. Then they do the, uh, I guess they have a thing where you can help join uh, the animal experts in preparing enrichment materials for the animals to use on the savanna. So they get people involved in doing that. So that's kind of interesting. Again, these are things you probably have to look for and seek out, ask at the front desk, things like that when these kind of activities are going on, but. If you're planning a resort day or multiple resort days at this resort, that's the kind of stuff you want to figure out when it is and kind of plan around those things. Because there's always plenty of downtime. But if they're having these certain very unique experiences and activities that you can do and you got to be there at 1030 in the morning, well, guess what? Instead of starting the pool at 1030, let's do this and we'll go to the pool at 11. It's kind of a no-brainer. These are such you know unique opportunities that you don't get anywhere else especially i mean you're not going to get that at the boardwalk you're not making stuff for the animals at the boardwalk you know right each resort has their own activities but the ones at animal kingdom are so unique that you definitely want to make time for it did you want to touch on some of the pay items i think there was three of them yeah i was just looking at that there's some uh animal encounters if you will so they have a the starlight safari um, so it's, they offer it, it looks like twice at eight, once at eight 30 and once at 10 PM, it's an hour long experience. You get night vision goggles and you see, uh, you can see over 30 species of animals that live on the Savannah. You check in at the uh, Kidani village. It's $89 per person. Must be eight years old to participate, so that eliminates my family from doing it because both girls are under you're, eight. Boy, you're, you're wiping your you're wiping your forehead right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I mean with that's four hundred dollars. I just said. <laughs> hey, Dad, uh, what's this? Never yeah. mind. You're too young. You're too young. Uh, it's available to all Disney World guests, not just those staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, the safari can be canceled due to inclement weather, and you got to book it ahead of time. But I mean, that's something. That sounds pretty cool. I think the night vision goggles going on a, a night safari. That's such a unique experience. That's worth it. If you're staying there like on your honeymoon. No, we were do, we, we were gonna do it just 
two years ago, but it was sold out. Yeah, I think it's another sold out another time, quickly. like where I wiped it, I was like, "Yeah, we're doing this." And oh, sorry, it sold out. Oh, okay, I saved just saved two hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly. It's another one like that. Now, if you if you're looking to save money, you don't want to do this next one then, because this is the sense. This is the sense of Africa. Oh Jesus! This is a three and a half hour program that allows you to experience both Animal Kingdom Lodge dining and a private safari. You start with breakfast at Boma. Then con- <laughs> that's enough right there. So that's a nice perk. <laughs> and then you continue on with the animal care team throughout the savannah. And you, then you, you, have- you think these guys completely just targeted me, you, Schaefer, and Doug? Pretty much. It's offered on uh, Tuesdays and Saturdays at 7 a.m. 249 per person. That's a steep uh, price tag, but now let me ask you a question. You're getting it's a, a grand for your family, which is ridiculous. It's pretty much a twenty percent of your budget. Right. If we're on the gentleman's trip, and th- say me, Doug, and Mike want to do this, you're 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 coming. You're coming with us, right? Yeah, for that. Yeah, I would probably. You wouldn't sit. You wouldn't it sit up. it out and just pay pay out of pocket for Bowman. Sit around. You could do that too. That's true. Sit, still sit with you guys, and then you think you could sneak onto the tour? No, probably not. No. <laughs> so it's uh, ten years or older for this one. You need hiking boots, which is pretty pretty crazy. Closed toe shoes with a back strap or hiking boots are required. Personal cameras, phones, or video equipment is not allowed. These items are permitted in the onstage areas, but not the backstage areas. The sense of Africa takes place rain or shine. Guests must be able to walk by themselves. Uh, yeah, and then annual pass holders and DVC surp- members get a fifteen percent discount. I'm surprised that that can't that the cameras aren't allowed because you're not going to sell more of these. You're going to, I mean, you're not going to sell less of these. You're going to sell more. If I get a little taste of this on YouTube, well, just the backstage parts, you can't use the camera. Oh, so you can do it on the regular tour. Right. I think the safari part you can, just not like when you're going backstage to do some of the animal encounters or whatever. You can't do the camera, which is probably the best part of it, but right. still. Three and a half hours. Private safari bring guests backstage to meet cast members, animal care staff, and experience encounters with some of the gorgeous animals who call the Savannah home. That one's pretty nuts. That has been on my list for a while, though. Yeah. Once again, just because it's it's luxury, that luxury thing, Bill, messes me up. You love paying for upcharges, don't you? I don't like it. No, but you but love the it experiences. It intrigues me. It just intrigues me. Like, aren't you curious what that is? Yeah. Like, aren't you curious what the food tastes like at Victorian Alberts? It's, oh, yeah, it's forbidden, absolutely. it's intriguing, it's... The forbidden. Yeah. Like you said. So then we have the... I don't even know how to say this. You know how to say this one? The Wanyama? Wanyama Safari? No, your guess is better than mine. So this is a uh this one's not available yet. 
uh, back. It's not once again available, but it's uh, this is a, about a two hour one, I believe. You get to go to uh, Jico. <clears throat> Excuse me. You check in at three twenty. This one's two oh nine per guest. I'm rubbing my microphone right now. You're just getting excited. Check-in begins at 3.20. The safari begins at 4 p.m. A pre-safari reception takes place from 3.30 to 4. Those words are nice, aren't they? Pre-safari reception? I think we you hear reception. I think we last time we heard that word was at the member guest. That's true. That always right? involves like past hors d'oeuvres and cocktails. It, it? It's, a great, it's a great term, isn't it? Yes, reception. <laughs> uh, guest must be 10 or older, it says. Um, it doesn't really say a whole lot about it here. What I'm looking at the safari takes place outdoors. I don't, do you get is the reception the only part of Jico or do you get food afterwards? Sounds like it's just that little reception, and then after you do your safari, and that's it, which isn't bad. It's still, I could have sworn that there was one of those guides where you had dinner at Jico after. I th- no, nope, th- it is. I'm sorry. Yep, followed by a multi course dinner at Jico. Okay, so and how long actually... is the tour safari? Uh, it it begins at four. I imagine it's got to be an hour, an hour and a half. It doesn't say though. Does not say. But for the dinner, I mean. A multi-course dinner at Jico is going to cost you seventy-five to a hundred bucks. Anyway. Easily, easily three figures. Easily, so, yeah. So another hundred goes for the safari, and it's and the proceeds go to uh, animal conservation fund. So it's actually not a bad one there. No. Again, is it is it necessarily worth it? I don't know, but the only way to find out is you got to pay for it. That's what messes me up. Yes. Absolutely. But if you're going to eat at Jico anyway, maybe that's the time you do it. You say, maybe that's the play. You're going to have Jico anyway that night. You know, you're going to be in for 150 for the two of you, for you and Susie to eat there. Why not spend the extra, probably more? What What's a Jico dinner going to cost you guys? At least, at least, you know, 150, 175, you know, depending on how many glasses of wine she has. Yeah, which may not be included in this. So that would be maybe a la carte after the fact if you had one. I don't know if wine's part of the deal. Yeah, you're probably not going to be able to get a $30 glass in two of them. So it probably limit it. Or maybe it's one of those like, you know, like on a dining plan where you get one cocktail. Yeah. But still, I mean, it, it cuts into it. Not that it cuts into it, but if you're going to eat there anyway, it makes the cost of the safari a lot less. I mean, that's there's three upcharge experiences. They have the, and by the way, those night goggles, they have that nighttime safari. But I believe there's a few places where you could just grab the night goggles and look out onto the savannah. Or they used to have. Them. Yeah, no, it's a free. It's free. Yeah, so you can if you're walking around mm-hmm. and you find a spot that has them, either very early in the morning or late at night, you can check out some of the animals roaming the safari at night as well. Oh, the savannah at night, I should say. Now, how about these gift shops? I've been in the the uh, the Zawadi Marketplace, which is the one in. Uh, 
Jumbo House. Oh, nice. It's a, that gift shop. It's very nice. I love I it because it's got the unique stuff in there. It's themed. It's got such great stuff, doesn't it? It's themed so well with the rest of the resort and, you know, all that, that kind of, I mean, there's unique African things in there. There's even a few sections, if I remember correctly, where, like, they have crafts that come from, like, village, like, people in villages in Africa, like, make the crafts and they sell them and the part of the money goes to, like, the conservation funds for the animals and things like that. Like, well, let me, let me show things you, you can't get anywhere else on property. Let me show you on camera because I do have this, which will go on our social media. Are you talking about this? Oh, Stuff yeah, like that this? kind of stuff. You have that lion that was carved, right? Hand carved. And they do it so there, too. This was the cool one of the coolest experiences. I was just, he was right outside the gift shop just hand carving. And I just, I couldn't stop looking. Standing from afar, I didn't want him to, and I just, I couldn't stop looking, couldn't stop looking. And then he has a seat that's right next to him. Like, do you mind if I sit? No, that's why it's here. And I sat with him for about an hour as he hand carved this thing. Hmm. And it was just, where are you from? What village are you from? How long have you lived in Florida? How do you like it here? Blah, blah, blah. And then he finished this thing, and you can buy it in the gift shop. Yeah. But then what was sweet was that, if, if you can see, he did, he signed it for me. Oh, yeah. So this is sitting in the... uh this is sitting in the Disney room. So you're but not now these are these are things that your kids are gonna get and they're gonna be in their Disney room thirty five years from now. Right, because it's a memory and a story. It's fantastic. It's not just another Mickey Mouse toy. No, it's do you you uh, do you remember? I remember dad. I was how old was I when I was sitting next to Joshua as he carved that? Yeah. And that's and that's the nice thing. Like you can go in and buy one that's already been carved, but you actually get to buy the one that he was car right because yeah that's that's really awesome and then how's that other shop the johari treasures i haven't been it, to it's that not one. bad it, it's more Smaller, of a sun right? it's more of a yeah. sundry shop okay they got a couple hats and shirts and the, yeah they the have some things staples yeah yep but the zawadi marketplace that's there that's the that's main one, one i mean that's one of the best gift shops on property i mean for a resort Fantastic. oh yeah absolutely place is hugongous it's big and it's got so much unique stuff, but it has all the regular stuff too. Like you can get the Animal Kingdom shirts and mm -hmm. the, all the Disney stuff. But they actually had a really nice selection of purses, and there was oh, a really? pur there was a purse. I know that your mom likes to buy a certain brand, and I think it, Kristen want, had her eye on this, and she just wouldn't pull the trigger. She's like, "I don't need this. I don't want you know. I don't want it." So we didn't end up getting it, but. Yeah, they have a lot of just unique items there. You love that. I love seeing the unique stuff. It's and I have to say, like a while for a while there, Disney had a lot of cookie cutter stuff. The gift shops were come becoming very homogenous, and it seems yeah. like they've done a good job of getting away from that again. Right, especially at the resorts. the The resort gift shops are all very unique, and you. I mean, they have some of the same stuff, obviously, but there's a lot of resort specific stuff and and even like theme specific stuff even i mean at just like port orleans you can buy like new orleans you could buy beignet mix in port orleans gift shop exactly like look at the look at the polynesian right underneath ohana on that first floor they have the hawaiian shirts and the tommy bahamas and all the unique things like we don't need 
to go into every resort gift shop just to get a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. As a matter of fact, you're probably not going to get it at the resort. If right. you're going to get the Mickey Mouse, you're going to get a Magic Kingdom at the Emporium or something. So it, it is nice to have those unique gift shops. And one other thing that we didn't mention uh, that all the resorts have, but it's something that a lot of people like, including my kids, is the arcade. Oh, I was going to say, let's finish on the arcades. Their arcades, they are phenomenal. Are they really nice? They're yeah. phenomenal. They seem pretty big. They're the the one that's the main building at Jambo House. Mm-hmm. It's 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 outside, right next to uh, the Mara. Yes, it, I remember it, seeing it. Yeah. Oh, it's just beautiful. It's huge. There was nobody in there. It was fantastic. Yeah. That's what I spend thousands of dollars to fly down to Florida to use pools and arcades. <laughs> but you know what? Some of the greatest memories, like. though, was was hanging out in the arcades as a as a kid. Well, even you said like when I went to dinner with Sarah, the last oh, time we hung we out went. with you. We oh, I was going to say your kids, but no, we were. It was, it was yeah, you. it was it was, but she, she your youngest was really young. But she still like like she would run around in there, I'm sure. But she wasn't probably doing the arcade. She wasn't yet. playing the games, no. Yeah, but they loved that. They loved to do that. Oh, so. we had a blast. And those are probably the greatest memories when I was a kid, because whenever my parents would were getting ready for dinner, you know, they I'd always be hemming and whoring because I was ready to go, ready to go. So they'd kind of bribe me and my dad would give me five bucks and tell me to go down to the arcade. Five bucks would get you a long way back then. Got me a long way. It probably wasn't even five. It was probably two bucks or whatever. Five bucks gets you about a minute and a half of arcade time nowadays, but that's it's okay. actually not a bad deal. I did when I was with your kids. I bought one of those cards. You can get. I, pre- it. I preloaded put... the max and yeah. for twenty bucks, I still have a lot left over. It's not a bad deal. I was gonna say yeah for for about twenty bucks, you can get a long time out of that card. Yeah, even with two kids using it and going back and forth all over the place. Yeah, I mean it's not bad. You could spend twenty bucks a lot quicker at Walt Disney World. There's trust a, me. There's something about the arcade and just that smell. I don't know what mm-hmm. what it is with that carpet smell. The carpet, the 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 noises. Yeah. The lights. It just it's nostalgia. It brings it you has back. it just it's vacation. I mean, there was DG's arcade when I was a kid down at airport off of airport road. Yeah. But there was just something about doing it at a resort. On doing vacation. it at a resort, isn't there? Yeah. Even still, I like to do it. Like I think when when Sarah and I stayed at Pop Century, just the two of us, mm-hmm. we went to the arcade like twice, just to hang out. Like we we're Chris in the and lobby. I'll do it because I have you know I have my Disney backpack which has yeah. uh, gift cards, magic bands, but then it has our uh, the arcade card, our, our arcade card. And you know if we if we go to Yachtsman, we'll we'll duck into the arcade. And our favorite game, we love uh, what is it? Not ski. What, what's what's that ball like? Where you roll the ski ball? ball? Yeah, that's our favorite. We that's love Sarah's that. Sarah's favorite too. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's we have so much fun doing that. And then I I like to shoot hoops. Yeah, I like doing the Papa shot as well. Yep, that's fun. Yeah. My favorite all time was probably that USA versus Russia hockey. Oh, I don't know that one. You'll see. Oh, you. I think they they used to still have them in gift shops. Hmm. You could press the boo button. Oh really? It was basically like that hockey game, like where you had sticks and yeah. you would just pass it. 
Yeah. Like it wasn't like arcade stuff. It was like actually physical, like where you would pass it up to pe- mm-hmm. different guys. And oh, it was fantastic. It was USA and Russia back in the 80s, back when we hated Russia, kind of oh, like yeah. we do now. Yeah, it's, we're back, baby. Yeah. I mean, there's so much good stuff. And it's just, you. I mean, all the resorts have their own unique things. And we could kind of, we could try to do a series of these and dig into. You know some of the amenities at the deluxes, and we really could. Even the moderates. I mean, the values. There's still stuff they do the activities, but you just don't get the. They don't have a, a ton of um, uh, amenities. They have a quick right. service, uh, an arcade. Right, you get the pools and everything, and they do. They have activities like even Pop Century. I remember when we were there, they did like they did tie dye shirts for the kids, so you could yep. go and do like tie dye, and they have crafts and different things. But you just get you get more at the deluxes because you're paying more. It's part of the deal. On that note, you have anything else you want to add here? Or should we take our second break? We can take our second break. All right, we'll be right back. We are back from break. Episode number 418 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. We talked about things to do at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And we didn't mention getting on the bus to go to the parks, did we? No, why would you? No, absolutely. Yeah, we didn't talk about the bus system or how to get to the different parks. Or... No, 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 no. Nope. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be very good. I mean, there's a chance that I could just push everything to the beginning and not do any parks while we're at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's not a bad play. I mean, if you're going to do a Springs Day, though, you probably want to do it when you stay in at French Quarter just because of proximity. That's true, too. Yeah. We'll see. Obviously the, but again, you could just you could just spend a day on those boats and just keep going back and forth, couldn't you? Back and forth, yep, absolutely. Just get a cup of coffee and just sit around and. Mm -hmm. That's not a bad way to spend a couple hours, is it? Going down the Sasagula River? Are you kidding me? That's fantastic. Ah. Anyway. So you talked about you said uh, YouTube. You're gonna try to get some Animal Kingdom content up. I yeah, I have some stuff. Well, yeah, the first one that's gonna go out will be our uh, the culinary tour, the food tour. That's fantastic. Yeah, I know. I know you did that, and I didn't even realize you you recorded it. I didn't. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah. There's days where I just walk around with that camera and Kristen gets irritated. Is that one of those days? No, nah, it wasn't too bad. She wasn't too bad there, yeah. You know what's messed up? What's that? How the brain works. Like when I just just was talking about the 80s mm-hmm. and the hate for Russia. I just had the Iron Sheik in my head. Remember him and Nikolai Volkov? Yes. Russia, number one. Iran, number one. USA. USA. <laughs> Here are your winners. Who was it? Who was, what was that nerdy guy from Madison Square? Oh, Garden? Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel. He, he, I had him as my profile picture one time. That's right. Ten years ago. Here are your winners. Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. The way he said Sheik was perfect, wasn't it? Oh, people would go nuts. And they, f- they fought with Sergeant He's like, Slaughter. Wait, they're waving the flags and stuff. It Do you remember crazy. when Sergeant Slaughter like became a traitor and went with Iran and, and Iron Sheik? No, I don't remember that. That's past my time. That's uh, when he, you probably started following. No, this was, was the done. 80s. This was still in the 80s. How the hell would you remember? I just see, seen like video YouTube oh, okay. videos of stuff. Sergeant Slaughter, he was like the American hero fighting the Iron Sheik, and then he turned on the USA, and he started like coming out waving the Iranian flag. That was during Desert Storm, too, so that was like 92. Like right after, right during Operation Desert Storm, they decided to have their military character become a bad guy and like go for Iran. isn't it? Wrestling's messed up. Sergeant Slaughter. And that's an order. <laughs> anyway, is there anything else you want to talk about here? Or should we wrap? Oh, up? that ne- negative. All right. You know where to find us online at WDWBTG on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. YouTube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. Wherever you find your podcast, search for WDW Beyond the Gates. Our website is WDWBTG.com. You can email the show, info at WDWBTG.com. Mike at WDWBTG.com. I lost my brain there for a second. Mike at WDWBTG.com and Gary at WDWBTG.com. I think that's going to do it for episode number 418 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. M-O-R.